Well, I guess apart from the election day and the election results today is probably the most important day in uh, in New Zealand because we'll know the future shape of our next government uh, later on this afternoon. Jason Walls, News Talk ZB political editor, joining us this morning. Morning, Jason. Morning, mate. How are you doing? Oh, look, very, very well. Thank you. Are you a little bit like Chris Luxon, you know, sort of champing at the bit, waiting for two o'clock to roll around? <laughs> a little bit. I guess the only difference is that I don't have a country to run after <laughs> two o'clock and the results come out. I'm just a, a journalist with a story and he's a man about to run the country. But that's the only difference, I think. I'm, I'm with him and I guess most of us are. Why has it taken three weeks for these special votes to be counted? Well, I guess the simple answer is it's the law. I mean, within the legislation, the Electoral Commission does take the time to count them because they're not only counting the special votes, they're actually recounting um, all the votes just to make sure that they have an accurate count. But Chris Luxton has been very, very critical of, about this period, saying he's been incredibly frustrated that it's taken three weeks. And I can understand why he's frustrated. For example, the Pacific Island Forum is next Wednesday. Now, he would have loved to go to that, but because the specials, have taken so long to come out. He hasn't. He's not able to go to that because he's going to be doing government forming talks during that time. But he has promised to look into this and try and figure out why it takes so long. And next time around, figure out a way that it doesn't take so long. So I wouldn't be surprised to see this being the last time that we would have to wait for about three weeks for the specials. Traditionally, it, it often sees a sort of a swing to the left when they count the specials. Do you think that's going to happen? Um, I do. I do still think that's going to be the case because the fundamentals of who votes in the specials hasn't changed. Um, remember, it's people that are voting outside their electorates or people that are enrolling to vote for the for, um, on the day. So those people tend to be sort of younger people and they tend to be more left-leaning. The one thing that I think might be different this time around is the overseas votes. We have about 80,000 people that have voted from overseas and we have about maybe about twenty to 30,000 of them over at the rugby, which kind of goes to tell me that, you know, you're overseas, you've got a bit of money for the Rugby World Cup, you're probably more likely to vote for a national or an act. Plus, you've got a bunch of people that might, are living overseas that might not be happy with how the government handled the, um, the, lo- the lottery MIQ system and the fiasco that was. And they might be thinking, well, hang on a second, I'm not going to be voting for Labour. But that's only 80,000, and there are 570,000 special votes. So I do expect the Nats and, and maybe act to lose at least one seat and either Greens or Labour to pick one up, at least one. that could be a couple. And there's a couple of seats that are just hanging in there by a thread, really, aren't there? Yeah, there are. I mean, you've got the, the likes of Mount Albert, which is a, a Labour stronghold that's been held by people like Jacinda Ardern and um, Helen Clark. That is, um, Helen White holds it by just 100 votes. So it's, it's mind-blowing to see that that seat is so marginal right now. And then you've got... Others like Tiafatu, where there's less than, I think, 30 votes in it. And then Banks Peninsula, Nelson, all very, very tight seats that we'll have to see um, how those go today. I guess when it all comes down at two o'clock this afternoon, it'll give Chris Luxon then an idea of what and who he's going to appoint as far as ministers are concerned, because they haven't made any appointments yet, have they? Not officially. I mean, there's been about three weeks and Chris Luxon has been very clear that he's been having talks with both Act and New Zealand first to sort of war plan out the scenarios here. And I mean, he's a man of due diligence, you know, he knows what to do in this sorts of situation, make various different scenarios. Okay, if this happens, we're going to do X, Y and Z. And if this happens, we're going to do um, Y, Z, X. 
for example. So he's already got those planned out. I think at this stage, you know, it might be just crossing the T's and dotting the I's, obviously a little bit more complicated than that. But I think a lot of the groundwork has been done. And, of course, a man in waiting, Winston Peters. (laughs) Oh, yes. The Winston factor. And there always is a Winston factor these days, and he's, he'll be sitting somewhere smiling like a Cheshire cat waiting <laughs> because he knows that his, his ticket back into the Beehive will be issued later today probably. So the only question left for him is what portfolio does he get? Does he get foreign affairs? Does he get Speaker of the House? I would say the former is much more likely than the latter. Oh, what a day. Hey, uh, Jason, thank you for joining us this morning. Wear your gumboots with pride, and uh, we'll get that result too this afternoon. I'm a city boy. I don't have some gumboots, but I'll get some on the way to work. (laughs) Gumboot Friday. Jason Wall's joining us here on uh, Gold Sports.